Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget, and with me today is my co-host, Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee. Hi, Bridget. How you doing, girl? I'm doing so good. So happy to have you back. I miss you. I miss you, too. Oh, my gosh. I feel like there's been, like, this, like, energetic rut or whatever that, like, I feel like I'm just coming out of. I don't know how you feel, but it just feels, I don't know, interesting. Yeah, life's feeling life's feeling like it's on the upswing for sure, for sure. <laughs> Plus, I feel like we're in our favorite season of the podcast year, which is uh, smutty holidays, in which I fit whatever books I feel the urge to fit into into the holidays so that we can read them. And and I always just feel like that's a good time of year. It's a good time of year for me. Oh yeah. I, first off, I like it because one, the books are short. Two, when the holidays come in, I know like a lot of people get sad at the holidays. I do not. I feel very festive for the holidays. And yes. this year I'm doing, we're like, we're doing our first ever Thanksgiving on our own. Um, and I know that sounds crazy because I'm in my late thirties. Um, but like, I always go to like my sister's house for Christmas and I, you know, I'm a middle kid, so I, I don't get a say. So this is the first year where I'm not going to my sister's house for Christmas in like 10 years. And we're doing our own Christmas and setting our own traditions and having our own Thanksgiving. And I don't know, it feels so very grown up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're hosting Thanksgiving at our new house this year, which is exciting. And then we are going to L.A. actually right before Christmas, not on Christmas like we originally planned, because Leo's family is doing their get together early, which means that we're actually going to be at our house on Christmas, which is kind of fun because the kids had such a good time last year with like, Santa coming down the chimney and like the whole house, you know, we like put up the tree. I I'm with you. Like I, like we just went to Ross dress for less today and I bought a tiny little, like one foot tall Christmas tree for my office. Cause I was like, well, I need this. And my husband's like, I knew as soon as I saw that Christmas shit, you were going to buy something. I thought it would be a throw pillow, but I'm not surprised. And I was like, well, you're lucky it's before Halloween. And I firmly believe that Christmas should not be before Halloween, but it was $14. It was too good of a deal to pass up. It had this really good face. Too good. Um, but yeah, I totally feel that like festive energy, especially with kids, like having kids can be such a drag and so hard throughout the year, but it really is fun to like bake cookies with them and like have those things that like, oh, I'm so excited. We're gonna have a big dinner and they like set the table with you. And I really do feel like it kind of all like makes up for it towards the end of the year. Um <laughs> Although we just had one birthday, we're about to have another one. So the kids are like constantly, I need all this stuff. I need all this stuff. And I'm like, we have too much shit at our house. Throw some of your toys out. <laughs> if you want these new toys, you have to throw away toys. Because <laughs> uh, I'm the Grinch, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, but also, whatever you're doing works. Because watching your kids, like uh, we went to, um, I guess the neighbor kids were having a little sale. And Bridget's kids went to the table to find stuff that they wanted to buy from the neighbor kids, right? And Richard's kids were oddly great at being like, I don't need that. No, I'll leave. <laughs> like if I was a kid, I would have, I would have bought everything at that table. Even the, the, the yeah, older sure. girls were offering free stuff. They're like, you can take this for free. And Kira was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. you. <laughs> you <laughs> got your trash. <laughs> you go ahead and keep that. And I don't care if I needed it or not. I'd be like, thank you. I'll take that very much. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I also feel like I'm doing, I'm trying my hardest to do really good about like eating because, you know, like all millennials, we inherited so much eating stuff from our parents. And then also like all the crazy media around like all the models being, you know, 
six feet tall and a triple zero. Yeah. Um, my kids will eat a bite of cookie and just leave it on the table, <laughs> which I have never in my life been able to do. Never. But, like they will, they will have like a piece of candy and be like, thanks mom. This is great. And just like, go away. And <laughs> It's like the most, they'll drink juice and drink, except for juice, Kira loves juice. She'll drink her weight in juice, but like, they'll drink like half a cup of juice and just leave it. And I'm like, I don't even, it's like my fault, but I'm doing such a good job and I'm so proud of myself. Um, so yay for me. Uh, today, you guys, we are in our paranormal season and I was excited because I, we guys, you guys know we love paranormals. We love to read about like just smutty paranormals doing smutty things. And this is our first Omegaverse book. It's called, I think not by Sinclair Kelly. This was recommended by our dear friends um, on the Instagram. And I was excited because I had never read an Omegaverse and I didn't realize <laughs> this is like the silliest confession. I didn't realize that it was just like a reverse harem with wolf shifter. With shifters. <laughs> I didn't know that was what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like some other alternate universes. I didn't know what I thought it was. I didn't know that was what it was. So, so I'm with you in the fact that I didn't quite know what it was either. I've heard it. Authors have said, talked about it before. And I, I, I put together an image through context clues and I was yeah. also incorrect as well. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it was? I don't know. I, I thought it was an alternate world of like, also like I didn't, I didn't know what I was in for, but I didn't know it was going to be something I already knew about or like was yes. aware of. Uh, the only yeah. thing that I was, that I am not actively aware of is the term not right. Like I, yeah. So, so just spoiler alert, that word not in the book killed me. Killed it killed every sex scene for me. Give me your not. I don't know why I could it didn't do it for me. I was like, Oh, because you were listening, so you weren't reading K N O T. No. You were just listening. I was listening, listening, but I mean I still I still heard it as K N O T because I knew like sure. from the sure. title. But it didn't matter. It was like the unsexiest word. It's like a, it was like I a agree. period. It's like a period on a sentence. Like, yeah. oh, give me your not. And I was like, can we we don't have to say it so many times we could just like uh, yeah so for me it was hard that that phrase the like give me or not was like repeated a little bit too much um in the sex scenes here's what i love about reverse harems is there's a few things i'm gonna give you a top five list top five version favorite things top five give it to me give it to me here we go number one is just like all the peen all the time whenever you want it that's top five okay yeah Number two is that you get to have all of the different sides of yourself represented with a different partner. So you want to have it nice and slow tonight, you go to so-and-so. You want to have a rough, just absolute hair-pulling, screaming, scratching match, you go to so-and-so. You want to have dirty talk and just like real nasty taboo shit, you go to so-and-so. You want someone who like, maybe you're not even going to fuck. Maybe you're just going to like snuggle on the couch and do some hand stuff go to someone else like all the sides of who you are as a person get to be fulfilled by a different person and i am super super into that thirdly i like it because sometimes i feel like in romance novels when there's only like one mc i just read this book and they have sex like too many times 
I'm like, but, but dudes can't fuck five times a day, every single day for the rest of their life. Sure. They can like on the first day, maybe yeah. if you're lucky, but like they can't, that's just not a like consistent sex drive that people maintain throughout a relationship. Yeah. And so sometimes, even though I'm like into the smutty stuff, sometimes I'm like, well, that seems a little far-fetched, but I loved in this one when the two guys come out and they're like, yo, tag, you're it. Get in there, man. I, I need a fucking snack. I need some Gatorade. <laughs> like I am not prepared to go another round and they're fucking like non-human people. Um, and I really, really liked that, that she, like they could not sate her and yeah. that, Someone else was always ready to like step in and take their place that I loved. And then I also like in general, you know, I love a good friend group dynamic. And so mm-hmm. I love that you still get that friend group dynamic, but like within the, the, the pack and like within her relationship. So you get to see them like, you know, the one who's kind of in charge of everyone. You get the like jokester, you get the one who's kind of caring for everyone and like making sure everyone's fed. You get the one who's like the brainiac, who's got like the ideas. You get the one who's like the bad boy. Like you get all those things that you would get from a good friend group book in one book. So I enjoyed that as well. Plus this one had some, some good, like other relationships building um like camden and hawk when they were like figuring their shit out and she was like yes i want to watch you guys fuck that sounds awesome and so it, 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 i i'm a fan i'm a fan of reverse harems i'm a fan of a megaverse I'm so I'm a, I'm a big fan of reverse harems period you know me i want to yeah. be a sandwich i don't i don't yeah. care how many pieces of yeah. bread are on either side i just <laughs> I want to be the meat in your uh, sandwich. You know what I'm saying? I just, I like, you know, I'm sick. I can handle it. So, like, yes. I, so I really go into like reverse harems already kind of happy and giddy about, about them. Um, and mm-hmm. you're correct in terms of like the friend group. And I also like that there was this whole thing in there where, um, you know, he didn't know if, if the other guy was going to like him or if he could explore that. And she was like, no, explore that please and explore mm-hmm. it in front of me. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if, you feel, if you're comfortable, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will, you know, and so I liked that that was a part of, of the book, uh, in general. Um, I also, I don't know. I also really liked some of the conversations between the guys, um, just like in how they were supporting each other or talking about things or, you know, they all wanted Cam to like join their group, but he was not ready and, you know, trying to like give him space, but not, but also like, dude, you belong in this group. Like, what are you doing? Right. Um, right. I did like that. He was a switch in, yeah. <laughs> in Alpha and Omega because that's a very real thing. Like yeah. uh, I had a, I had a show last night and it was at a gender neutral clothing store. And so I was talking to the owner, Stoney, and um, I was telling them that, like, I, I remember, like, like, I go through these phases where I feel super, super, like, feminine. Like, I just want to be in dresses. I want to be flow. I want to be, like, whatever. And then I'll go into these super, super, like, like uh, um, structured clothing and you, you wouldn't catch me dead in a dress at that time. Like if I would have put a dress on, I would feel so incredibly uncomfortable in those moments. Um, and so I like the idea that he's a switch, you know, I always say I'm very switchy and he, he goes from being alpha to omega, depending on who his partner, like also who his partner is. Um, right. and, and I think that's just a very fucking real thing. 
So alpha, alpha to beta. I don't want to like it in your, and I agree with you a hundred percent, but I do want to point out he's a beta, not an omega. Cause I think. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Nah. Dear I'm, listeners, I, in case you're wondering, this is our first Omegaverse book and we don't know. No, no, actually, it's that's just a Christian reference. My brain just said it because Alpha oh, and Omega no. is God. So that's why sure. I said Omega. But yes, Omega, are, I think, are the women, uh, uh, Alpha yes. or Beta. Um, okay, well, let's get this shit popping because we haven't even done our intro. Just been having so much fun chatting. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot. Let's, let's get into this. Let's do it, Shawnee. Let's do it. Let's do it. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance. At a glance. Okay, you guys, as I said, the book is called I Think Not by Sinclair Kelly. First, let's talk about the audiobook. How did you think the audiobook went? You know, <laughs> sometimes I <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know just, some audiobooks just don't do it for me. Um and I don't know if it's a combination of the writing and the audio or what. Um, this book, it's like in general, wasn't for me. The the audio, the actress sounded a bit vapid for me. The like, I don't know. It 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 felt the entire thing for me felt very broy. Uh, if that mm. is an ad, if that's an adjective, that's the adjective. Mm-hmm. It just like it made me feel like I was like in Charlie D'Amelio's bedroom having girl talk and being like okay. i can't relate <laughs> this is what i felt like when i read this book <laughs> so for me uh, the audio was a no uh but it wasn't terrible it wasn't like oh my god this is grinding my ears it was just like a i can't really get into this so much got it what do you think of the cover um the cover was fine like Especially because she's like an influencer, and the cover of this book just looks like an influencer. Like I agree, like I, I thought the cover fit for me. I liked the colors. Like she looks kind of like, like hot and mysterious. Like I, I thought it worked for me. Also, like I, I'm a big fan of when people just put clear fonts on their on like their yeah. things or whatever. I, I do wish she hadn't used a little bit of this cursive stuff, but in general, the whole the knot and her and the author's name Sinclair Kelly really stood out. Uh, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a pretty book. Um, let me tell you guys a little bit about the synopsis, and then we will hop into it. Yeah, so. so our dear heroine Bexley is an Omega. So uh, in case you are like us and you don't know anything about Omegaverse books, basically an Omega, is, there's like alphas who are, you know, traditional alphas of the wolf pack. Then there's betas, traditional betas, and then there's Omegas. And the Omegas are the females who will bond to an alpha and the whole pack and they are the ones who will like bear the young and you know become a part of the pack with all of them so they're kind of like a reverse harem pack so but she has decided um based on a lot of factors that she doesn't want to be like forced into having her own pack she wants to have her own choice she wants to live her own life she wants to have a little bit of independence and a little bit of sort of uh you know just life before she settles down into a pack partially because she's alone her parents are dead and partially because her best friends pack and child were killed in a car crash and so she watched like how that ravaged her friend and she's like i don't want to go through that that seems terrible and and then in doing so she kind of becomes the face for like kind of like a feminist omega online presence where 
they don't, they're not saying they're not anti-pack, but they are saying like, Hey, just cause you're an Omega doesn't mean you have to do this. Doesn't mean you have to just shack up with whatever pack wants you. You can wait and find the right one. And yeah. then she creates an app and, or she's on this app for people who are in, in the, the paranormal community. Of, the paranormal. Of pack. Yeah. And, and there's this other group of, uh, guys who are in a pack called ride and alpha and they basically like fixate on her and every time she makes a video they make a challenge video they make all these like thirst trap videos and she's obsessed with them they're obsessed with her both of them are like oh no we don't like each other but they're clearly like even through a computer screen drawn together um they have to do some damage control on their image after they post kind of a mean thing about her and uh invite her to co-host a convention and the second she's like in front of them, all their pheromones like hit her like a sledgehammer and they're all just like trying not to hump each other. Um, and it's kind of lovely. So that's basically the premise. Um, one thing I liked about it, we talked about this a little bit, but there's Camden is the brother of the beta of the pack. And he's neither an alpha nor a beta. He's kind of like in between. And I really liked that when he met her, he immediately was an alpha with her. So for her, he's an alpha immediately, like flooding her with alpha pheromone. They send him because he's not an alpha and they thought he'd be the safest one to send. Yeah. And it turns out he is. Within seconds, they're like groping each other and making out, just like about to bang when someone like knocks on the door. And and then I like that when he's with Hawk, who's one of the other pack brothers, that and they've kind of been like eyeing each other from afar for years. Um, he's a beta and has like all beta energy because Hawk is an alpha. So I liked that because we've talked about this before in the podcast, but in kink communities, like you can be some a top for someone or a dom for someone, but also be a sub for someone else, like depending on who you're with. Yeah. I think it's like super accurate. I remember like when I had both my partners, it was so very distinctive how I, how I presented with each partner. Like, I was very, I was very, very structured with one partner and very, very flowy with the, with another partner. So very masculine with one and very feminine with another. And it was instantaneously that switch, right? Like someone else's energy flipped my switch immediately. Um, so I, I'm very much like, yeah, that shit can happen. Like so, so easily. Um, also I liked that he was, he was, um, I liked how caring, uh, that he was, you know, um, there's something really sweet about that. And I think the one thing I'm finding the older I get is that I'm looking for books where there is just a much more emotional maturity in the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and for like, it's not that I want my characters to be soft in terms of like, like physically soft, whatever, but there's an element mm-hmm. of emotional intelligence that I want my characters to have that is soft and that is caring. Yeah. You know, even if they're meatheads, like yeah. I, I want that. And they can care. They can. Yes, I agree. I, I think they can care for them in the way that makes sense for their character. Like yeah. one person is making her food. One person has made her this nest of blankets to be in. One person is like washing her body after they have sex. Like I think it can absolutely present in all the different ways. And I agree. I just read this book. Um, and patrons, I'm going to post a little video about this. Um, it was labeled as a romance novel as as dark romance 
And it was not dark romance. It was not romance. Like, I'm all for kidnapping in a dark romance. Not in real life, <laughs> obviously. I'm all for, like, non-con, if that's the style of book. I'm all for, like, a variety of different things that are out of control. But this book, like, there needs to be a balance of, like, him doing all of those things. And because th- usually it's the dude who's kidnapping. Let's be realistic in dark romance. Um, yeah. and in real life. Um, but the, there needs to be a balance of all of that darkness with the aftercare with the like, Oh, but I did all these things to her body. Cause I wanted her to submit or I needed her to submit or I needed her in my life or whatever the fucking justification of these crazy people is. But then I also need to see like, then he is caring for her and he's, but this dude was straight up just like, gaslighting this woman and like not in a good not in like a fun way in a like not a sexy way this book is fucked up though like he gave her like memory pills so that she would forget who he was and so he could like try to woo her again but he didn't try to woo her the first time he just like trapped like she was in like that's the weird thing is that she when she met him because we're in her pov yeah she was in she was into it in like in like flynn all he had to do was like be with her like she was into the dark kinky shit he could have done all that stuff and had her had he just treated her like a person but he didn't he like wanted to like own her and every decision she has to come to me and all this stuff and i was like this book sucks like i don't want that i want i want the dark twistedness but i don't want him to like treat her like oh she's a baby who's gonna be now like dependent on me like that's not hot anyways yeah. back to this book. that's a segue <laughs> um liked, okay so i want to talk to you a little bit about going through heat because yeah obviously human uh females do not go through a heat um what were your thoughts about the omegas going through heat okay so i don't know did if you I wish it. did you wish that you could go through a heat with all those people to service you because i was like look if if i have to do it and I will, I will do it if they are there to be with me. I mean, in general, I love heat as as a a mechanism in any of mm-hmm. these like paranormal stories. Same thing like Black Dagger Brotherhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the idea of being just so incredibly fucking horny and having someone there to service that entire need, and the expectation be there that they will. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's like. It's not, it's not even like a forced thing where it's like a non-consent. It's more of like, a, oh, if this person has to go through heat alone, it's torture for them. So people step up to help take care of that. It's like a real basic need, you know? Um, so one, love it. Always there for it. The more come, the better. You know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I do really love that. Um, I think, though, with the mechanic of heat, it does take away the element of fight that I still wish was there, right? So, like, she was very adamant about getting attached. She didn't want to get attached to anybody. She had been purposely, like, putting off her heat. She had been purposely, like, um, you know, just not getting uh, entangled, you know, uh, mm-hmm. having an, ent- an entanglement um, of any sort. And so when she did go into heat and she saw him, I know it's also this like, whole overwhelming thing. I kind of wish she had fought it a bit. I kind of wish that there mm-hmm. had been some push and pull. I kind of wish there had been a chase and it didn't even have to be a physical chase. It could have been like, she just noticed the heat and she took a left into a room somewhere, you know, like, like there could have, I just feel like I wanted, I, 
I hate when the character right. I feel like has put well, their foot down and then the foot comes sure. up. Right. Well, so I agree uh, in general. Yes. I will say in this story though, she was like trying to go to the bathroom to like cool off. And then that dude tried to kidnap her. <laughs> so like, <laughs> can forgive her a little bit if she was like, oh, he just tried to kidnap me. Like I need to go to their compound to be safe. Like it wasn't like. Well, not, no, no, but that's after this. They made out before this. They, they, oh, they had, no, I'm saying, no, yeah. no, no, for sure. So the second she met him, the hormones hit her, they made out and then they stopped. But I'm saying when she was on stage and she realized like, oh, I'm getting too heated. I need a break. Yeah. She like went to the bathroom with the intention to cool off and to not fuck one of them. So yeah. she was trying to remove herself, but then the guy tried to kidnap her. So then yeah. after that'll that, do that'll do it. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? I also like, what that are you I feel do? like go to the compound with do? all these hot men. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. You're going to ride that dick <laughs> until you can't ride no more. You're not going to fuck around. Uh, I, I really liked that the like they were sort of like working hard to woo her. Yeah. Because like they were the ones who had like sort of been antagonizing her and her the people on her channel. And they were the ones who needed to grovel. And I feel like they did grovel. Like I feel like they made the like <laughs> nest for her. They like got her all her favorite stuff. They didn't like overwhelm her like like you like when she went into her her heat, they didn't like all just like, oh well, it means we get to get our dicks wet. <laughs> Like they sent in Camden first and let him do it. And then Camden came out and was like, what's going on? You guys don't want her anymore. And they're like, no, we're trying to be respectful. He's like, y'all better get in there. She thinks you don't like her anymore. (laughs) So I liked that like they gave her time to adjust. And I also liked that they're, they like all kind of set up front, like, okay, no expectation that you're going to join our pack. We're just going to like help you through the needing, help you with this kidnapping dude. And then we'll see like where we're at. And I did kind of, I I agree with you. Like it would have been nice if she was like trying to run away, but also begging them at the same time. Like that could have been a good scene. Uh, But, but also, you know, I, I, I was fine with it. I mean, you come into this book knowing that there's gonna be a lot of coming, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta read what you gotta read. Um, I also really liked that, I, again, like having not read any of these books. Um, yeah. I liked that the, her best friend who, and her and then the two betas that they're best friends with like the four of them grew up and they are like a pack it's just that none of them are an alpha so they can't be an official pack yeah but i liked that they were like kind of like a family that's chosen and that the guys never got like jealous and they respected the place that they all had in her life and they respected the importance and they never because sometimes in these books then they're little bitches about it well but i'm your back me 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 and all of them were like yeah you absolutely should have your friend over like she should be helping you like oh those two guys like yeah we are like they're betas but we are going to treat them as like our equals and and let them help us protect you and stuff um like in general, I just feel like this book was really easy to read and not complicated. 
like it had a subplot where she had a stalker because she's an internet personality and the dude was nuts um which was kind of like the reason she had to like you know the mechanism for why she had to go stay with them um because she wouldn't have gone just for her heat she had to go for like a safety reason yeah and i think it was fine i think it worked i think the plot worked i like that she saved herself uh because you know i love a good oh i got kidnapped but i didn't wait for someone else and she like fucked that dude up killed him was like deuces i'm out of here um yeah i just feel like it was like a fun a fun good read like i don't feel like there was anything in it that i was like oh i hated that so much or like any decision where i was like you dumb dumbs like being dumb like none of, none of it really like upset me the only thing that upset me was actually i take that back there was one thing when she got kidnapped so she had already accepted camden as her alpha he had already bit her so they already had like a psychological connection um and then she like closed him off when she was kidnapped so he couldn't find her because she didn't want him to she was the guy was like hitting her and she was in a lot of pain so she didn't want him to feel that pain yeah. And I was like, he could find you with it, though. You dumb dumb. <laughs> that was my one dumb dumb moment. I was like, don't save him from pain. You let him feel all that pain like a homing beacon, so you can go get your ass out of this. <laughs> Rah. Listen, for for me, it was so incredibly hard to finish this book. Like, it was for honest for honestly for me, it was a DNF. I would not have finished this book if I did not have to read it for the podcast. I found it so incredibly uninteresting. Like nothing happened in this book that I haven't read like a bajillion times before. And none of it was anything interesting or exciting or unpredictable or I don't know. Like, so like if, 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 if like the, um, the Omega verse thing is your thing and you like the predictability of, I guess, whatever comes with that, then yes, this hit all the marks. But for me, like again sometimes these books feel like books i might have enjoyed when i was a teenager but i cannot i can't get into them now like because i need i just need some more out of like the connection between the characters the reasons why they're there the reasons they love each other like i just need more and this like for me was was i don't know it was just so it was boring the book was just hella boring and like the stalker and also I think very much so it makes a difference whether you listen to the book or you actively read the book because I don't think that the narrators, I, I can't tell if it's the writing or the narrators. I don't think one helped the other um, in it. I, it just sounded very vapid. The entire book to me just didn't, just did not grab me. So hmm. it's going to be a no for me, dog, <laughs> on this. I think not. In fact, and that's a really good title. I think title. not, not. I think not, guys. Um, but, you know, I would be interested to read another Omegaverse book. Um, yeah. To, to see, because I honestly feel like sometimes you step into a community, like people who read Omegaverse, that's a community, right? Those are people sure. who love that. Um, I'd be interested to to see what that community looks like outside of this book. So read more Omega verse books and see like what people really love about it. Um, because again, I'm reading this book, not really understanding a whole, whole lot about like the Omega verse or the intricacies of it. If it's anything else more than what was presented in this book, I did feel like, I didn't really feel like this book presented moments 
that could have been really awesome for a story, but then didn't take advantage of those moments, you know? And that, like, there was moments where I was like, oh, well, you know what they could do? Oh, oh, and then they didn't do it. And, like, there was, like, so many moments like that for me where I was like, this could have been really interesting right here. Just push yourself, like, push the story. Um, but, yeah, so that's how I felt about it. I think not. Um, I enjoyed it. I would say three stars, borderline four stars, like not a low three star for me because again, like it went fast. Again, I was reading it, not listening to it. So obviously that was probably helpful. Um, and I kind of knew that it was going to be like, it was definitely not a dark book. Like it was light. There was, I mean, she got kidnapped, but like the, there wasn't a lot of angst in between her and the other characters. Um, and I, I thought the relationships were good. I liked the writing. I liked the, I like none of the people got on my nerves. So it was like easy to read. It was fun. I will say that despite the fact that they have a lot of sex to your point about the not thing, like I didn't get very like horny while reading this book, but I did get some of like the feelsiness that I like from romances where I'm like, Oh, that was so cute. Like I got more of the sweetness from this book than the sexiness from this book. And it would definitely be like, I feel like with a different alpha or a different group of alphas, like I feel like this, these books could definitely get like real hot. Um, This one for me was more, this one for me was like more in the feels and like her and her friend, like their friendship and stuff like it was definitely more in the feels for me than in the the loins. Um, <laughs> I, but I did enjoy. I did enjoy this book. And if you like Omegaverse, I feel like you, there's no reason why you wouldn't like this book. That's kind of what I think. I think if you like Omegaverse, then this is this is for you, right? Like I don't really know too much about Omegaverse, so take my opinion with like you know what it's worth. Um, uh, it's not that I don't like it. I don't know Omegaverse, so um, no. but I do. I will would really agree that there was a lot of feelsy moments uh, in this book yeah. that, that I did think were nice and were good and were sweet. Um, I did find myself fast forwarding through the sex stuff. And that tells me I'm how uninterested that, that lets me know how uninterested sure. I am <laughs> in a book when I'm like, not even, I don't even want to listen to, to the sex anymore. It, it also felt yeah. like a lot. There was like a was lot, a lot. Of, there's a lot of sex and it got boring for me. So yeah, so, so there was that, um, but I did, I do say that it is a feels the book. So if you like the feels and you like the butterflies and then, then yeah. yeah. Which uh, I do. I you do. do. You know, I like them feels. <laughs> well, until next time, dear listeners, and your books be your lover. And, you and your, your head, friend. your best friend. All right. I mean, you're doing it all alone for so long. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> May your books be your lover. And your hand, your best friend. <laughs> Bye for now, kids. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.